Welcome to Laughing at Myself. I'm your host, Taryn Lane, and this is where I dive into the subjects that have been on my mind in a lighthearted, thought-provoking way. One of the things that bothers me is when people use introversion as a way to justify not learning social skills. And the reason that bothers me is because introversion is a real thing. And if you understand what it is, you can figure out how to make it work for you. But if you get it confused with social ineptitude, then it just becomes the reason why you're awkward and justify being awkward because you say, well, that's just who I am. I'm introverted. So that's why I don't know how to carry on a conversation. And that bothers me because I feel like I'm an introvert, but I feel like I've spent my whole life learning social skills, trying to become better at that because I was really awkward as a kid. I'm still awkward now, but I don't use the fact that I'm introverted as a reason to be content staying that way and not knowing how to pick up on social cues and not knowing how to make other people feel comfortable and not knowing how to have a conversation. Like these are all important things that you need to learn to progress. And yeah, it's hard with this digital era. It's not something that maybe comes as naturally as it used to when we had a lot more in-person social type settings. We couldn't get away with being socially awkward because we would hide behind video games or social media or things where we don't have to make any spur of the moment social decisions. But I think as part of our personal progress and trying to always be better people and improve and be able to serve others and give back and help other people, social skills is a huge part of that. And I see the misunderstanding of this idea of introversion as something that's getting in the way of people being able to recognize that and work on that. Now, this might not seem like such a big deal, like, yeah, okay, it's not that bad. People are socially awkward, whatever. You'll be a little bit uncomfortable, but you'll get over it. Alternatively, I think this is really important because social interactions are at the core of who we are as people. It's something that I feel like is central to how we experience joy. It's the relationships that we make. And it doesn't matter if those relationships are through a video game or through social media. Being good at social things is a skill that helps us in all of those ways, helps us connect with people, helps us not accidentally push people away because we might not know that we are causing a deficiency in our own ability to make relationships because we've just never learned certain things are okay, certain things are not. Here's how to make friends. Here's how to make other people feel important. One of the books that I love is How to Win Friends and Influence People. And one of the important points that I take away from the book is you've got to spend a considerable amount of time thinking about how you make other people feel which is hard because I could go weeks without thinking about anyone else really except myself because I'm just naturally kind of selfish. But then I have to say, oh yeah, I, I remember that one of my coworkers was having a difficult thing. Their wife was going through surgery and then trying to remember that the next time I speak with them is hard. It doesn't come naturally, but that's how you help other people know that they're important. And that's how you know that you do care about them more than just saying, you know, hey, how are you doing? Because that didn't require any amount of thought or attention besides just saying that. So social skills, I think, are not only at the core of our own happiness, but also in how we bring happiness to other people. But I see a lot of people, my generation, younger generations, they just throw out the blanket statement saying, oh, haha, I don't like people. I'm an introvert. And then you look at them and they're just awkward. They're not really good at the social things in life. And they don't seem to have any desire to change that. That worries me a lot because what it really means is 
they don't care how they make other people feel. And they don't want to worry about putting in the difficult mental energy of trying to think about and remember other people. Now, that might not always be the case for people that use that excuse, but I see it a lot. And I know the temptation of it because that's something I've had to fight against in my own tendencies. Introversion, at least the way I understand it, doesn't have to do with how much you like people or how good you are around people. It has to do with where you go to recover your energy. And that can be in social settings or not in social settings. And that's being an introvert just means you can't continuously always be around people because that's exhausting your battery. You need some time by yourself to recover, relax, and then you're ready to do that. So you could actually really love being around people, but that doesn't mean that you still need to stop, recharge, and take a break by yourself as an introvert to have that moment where you're able to rejuvenate. Whereas extroverts, they get that same renewal out of their social actions. And so it's not an activity to be draining their energy. It's an activity that actually fills it up. But an extrovert, even though they're rejuvenated by spending time with other people, doesn't necessarily mean that they're any good at it. Likewise, an introvert, just because they rejuvenate when they're spending time by themselves, doesn't mean they have to be bad or awkward or not good at those social things. Some of the most awesome people to be around that you're like, man, that person just must be so extroverted. They're so friendly. They know how to welcome me. I felt at home. They remembered things that I had said to them before and asked me about my family and my sick mother, whatever it may be. They could be that they're an introvert and you would never know because that doesn't have to be a connection between introversion and social ineptitude. One of the trends that I see that's a good example of the way people, I feel like they sometimes, without realizing it, are learning or are being trained to justify social ineptitude under the guise of introversion, is when they make jokes like, oh, you know, the contactless delivery, finally I can get pizza without having to talk to another person. Or, you know, when they are joking about a job description or a fake job where you literally don't have to talk to anyone, you're in IT, you just work on your computer, and they say, oh, that's a perfect job for me. I don't have to talk to any people, I don't have to do any of that social interaction stuff. And that's funny, you laugh. It's kind of an interesting idea to think about someone who can literally get away with not talking to anyone. But the sad part is, I think subconsciously that's been teaching us to think that a hesitancy or an aversion to interacting with other people is good and healthy and just a way that someone identifies. Because I don't think it ever is. I think if you put off learning those skills, even as an introvert, it is unhealthy. You're giving up on a whole half of what your psyche needs to feel like you're happy and you're connected. And those social, emotional things aren't just something that you can take or leave and is independent of your happiness. I think it is extremely central to our happiness. Now, to talk about this from a little bit of the spiritual angle, I think what people often forget is that since we are social creatures, it would only make sense that any plan that God has for us would be one that takes social interactions into account. It should be one that not only teaches us how to be good individuals, but also how to be good members of a community, how to organize ourselves, how to work with other people. In the Church of Jesus Christ, there's tons of programs and opportunities to learn how to socially interact with other people. And it's not the only reason, but it's one of the reasons why when people say oh, the church isn't important, it's just an organization, it is important. It's part of what God is trying to teach us. It'd be like saying taking care of our bodies isn't important. It's just a thing that we have to deal with. It's like, well, God set up this life 
in a very specific way. And I think if we dismiss elements of it as not actually important to the plan, things like social organization, then we're going to be missing out on a lot of what God wants us to learn and what he wants to teach us. Specifically because social things are so rewarding, but they're so difficult for so many of us. That would seem to be a flag that those are things that we might be on this earth to try to learn. When the church redid its youth program, when it kind of replaced Boy Scouts, it's interesting that one of out of the four topics that they have, one of those is social development. Just to remind us, those are important things that, especially nowadays with how easy it is to avoid it, you have to specifically make and set goals and work on trying to develop socially, or you're going to be missing out on opportunities to help and serve other people, and you might accidentally be causing more harm by your being not being considerate of other people and not understanding how social give and take works. With myself, I've really noticed that as a kid, there are certain tendencies that I've had as I've started to you know, play with other people. And, and that's that the game usually, if I'm just doing what I want to do, I want it to all be about myself. I want to be the controller and everyone else is my pawn and I tell them what to do and they do it. We're doing some sort of make-believe game. You know, I'm the king and these people are all going to be my peons and I'm going to tell them what to do. Or if I'm fighting them, I'm going to tell them how they're supposed to react to each blow. And that means I'm completely self-absorbed, even though I'm being social, but I'm not doing it in a correct, healthy way. So if you think of me as like a little kid, right? I'm sure most little kids are this way, at least in some point of their social development. But they don't understand yet that other people have feelings and initiative and things that they're trying to get out of the activity as well. Fortunately, that doesn't seem to just be kids. I see this a lot in people that I feel like haven't had as much social experience, or at least maybe they, you know, they had it in a different non-conventional way. I, I don't know, but what, what happens is when they play video games or they do other things, it is still all about them, and it's not the same sort of give-and-take social interaction that you might be used to with people who are very versed and very comfortable with social settings and with the social dynamics and social cues and just how to be a good member of any sort of civilization or organization or society. It almost seems like there's something missing, some understanding of being able to put yourself in the mind of other people in the moment of interacting with them and doing more than just what is immediately relevant to you and what you want to get out of the situation. It's not something that I claim to be particularly good at. In fact, I think I'm particularly bad at it because I'm just naturally, I think a lot, but it's always about myself unless I specifically do something to try to remind myself to be thinking about other people, to remember things about them, to take into consideration what their recent experiences or emotions might be when I'm interacting with them. And I, I tell Cammy this all the time because I feel like I met her after I finally learned at least the most important lessons about not being a weirdo. I feel like I, it was a very conscious decision as a kid that I, I mean, it was obviously it was motivated by the desire to be able to have girls interested in me. I knew I was weird and I knew that I couldn't stay weird and socially inept and still expect to be able to get girls to like me. And so I had to basically consciously work on myself over time to try to improve that and work out all those kinks, which means I had a lot of uncomfortable, awkward encounters with girls. At first, I asked a lot of girls on dates in high school, and really none of them went anywhere, probably because in part I was weird and abnormal and 
didn't conform to the social conventions or the, the good give and take and thinking about other people. And I had to work on that. And I feel like I've benefited immensely from it. It's become a huge part of who I am. And one of those is I was able to marry Cammy because I was a normal functioning social human being, but also just in all the relationships with other people. It, I still wouldn't say it comes naturally to me, but I feel like I've gotten much better than I used to be at just remembering to consider other people and to treat them in a specific way that makes the social interactions more positive experiences than negative experiences. In other words, I have to try to make the game of life not all about myself. To make sure it doesn't become a single player game and everyone else is just an NPC who I interact with because something about them is important to what I'm trying to achieve. Whether that's coworkers, people I run into at church, people I have swipe my groceries at the grocery store. What we all need to do is instead of justifying social ineptitude under the name of introversion, we need to remember that we're all in a multiplayer game and there are no NPCs. Everybody is player one in their own game. We need to learn how to treat them that way because not only will it enrich our own lives and our own relationships, but it also will allow us to be more of the light of God to them because by our considerations to them and treating them as the important person they see themselves as, they will feel the love of God through our actions, directly or indirectly, just by the way we make them feel. And that, I think, is going to be especially critical as we move into this world of more remote work, more remote learning, more remote relationships. We don't want to miss out on that development or forget that that's a critical piece of learning how to get the most out of this life experience. Hey, thanks for listening. If you've recently learned something interesting about yourself or just had a fun line of thought on this or any other topic, then let me know. I'd love to hear about your ideas. In the meantime, stay sharp out there, folks. Thank you.